Hi, I'm Erin Hartz. Welcome to Grace Plus Boundaries, a weekly memoir in a podcast. I've realized through the past decade of my recovery that I learn the most about emotional maturity through listening to the triumphant stories of others. Are you yearning to unpack the effects of intergenerational trauma in your life? Do you want to stay true to your feelings, yet also learn how to accommodate the sensibilities of your loved ones? I'm dedicated to cracking the code of combining boundary setting with grace towards one another. Educate, evaluate, and evolve. Let's do this together. Welcome back. Today we have our second part of the interview with Susan Tuttle. We talk a lot about intergenerational trauma that can start in the womb and how that impacts the rest of your life. And we also talk about the influence of breath work and how it frees our mind and bodies to allow different thoughts and emotions to come clean. I think you'll really enjoy this one. So one of the thing you, things you and I were talking about to kind of in our like pre-interview was that there are kind of some stages of healing. We're tapping on that a little bit, but um, do you yeah. want to share about that? Yeah, well, and I'll just kind of refer back to my own experiences with uh, mm-hmm. generational trauma. Yeah. Um, I am really, really so grateful for the experience that I had this past summer um, in Costa Rica, um, which even opened Mm. my eyes even more to why, what happened to me and why I had the experience that I did and, you know, why I still struggle with some of the struggles I have today. So, you know, some of the things I learned were, um, are how important our own birth stories are. Mm. And, um, what I learned there was that, you know, generational trauma can happen in the, in the uterus. Yes. Like it starts with us as fetus, as fetuses. And, and for me, I know it definitely did. Um, and I'll get there in a minute, but what I also learned like is what we were just talking about, even with um, mothers who use drugs or who were, had to have drugs to even get through the birthing process. Mm-hmm. and how that affects um the fetus and you know it leaves imprints let's say oh, and wow. um and and you know there is research on um uh, mothers who use drugs that you know the the children can develop chemical alcohol dependencies and of course mm-hmm. those things bring on anxiety and depression and etc which is part of generational trauma symptoms um and so, uh, you know, those are the, the imprints that that we are left with from starting from the fetus on on up. And mm-hmm. so same for children who were born like um, cesarean, um, because the trauma of of the child thinking they're going one way down a birth canal dee, 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 to all of a sudden being whoosh, nope, cut open and, you know, torn out and. Um, so I learned that this summer too, like the imprints that these children who were born C-section may not all, but mm-hmm. may feel, um, like, you know, like life's an emergency because really in many cases, C-sections are emergency. I know a mm-hmm. lot's are planned, but there are others that are emergencies. And so that even alone, um, later in life, having, you know, feeling like that's an emergency or feeling like you had to be rescued causes Mm -hmm. anxiety 
um, from that fetus on up. So generational, like passed on and passed on. And and then for me, um, I was adopted. So many the imprints I carried through life was like um, I didn't bond well with my birth mom. And mm-hmm. so there was always that feeling of not being wanted or that something's mm-hmm. wrong with me. And and then those experiences from the womb and then coming out and three days later being placed in, in the hands of strangers, basically, um, that that, you know, even as that small fetus feeling like like first the sadness and the grief from the separation and then that anxiety of like, oh, what's what's happening in my life? And and I can see that today, like and and learning about that this past summer and breathing over that, how wow, that really has caused a lot of stress and trauma in my life. And it's just, it's generational because my birth mom had her own issues that she passed on. And then, and, and the, you know, and, and anyways, all traumatic experiences, you know, they're, they're passed down. Um, it's so amazing. I mean, to hear that now and it, it makes sense. And um, do, do you know if you were born with a C-section birth? I was not. You were not. Okay. But, birth, but I mean, just, that makes sense. I hadn't heard that detail specifically that a C-section would cause, you know, more of an imprint, but that makes sense because it is, it, it is like when the baby comes out, it's like you're <laughs> in an emergency situation, you yeah. know? I mean, birth is already like pretty traumatic. I, I mean, yeah. it is for the baby and the mom, yeah. even the, I guess, the more natural way for it to occur. But um, and, you know, a lot of C-sections happen in our country. And I think um, a lot of people choose that and some people don't and are kind of pushed into it, which I have a lot of feelings about. Um, I almost was pushed into one. I'm really grateful that it, it didn't happen. But, you know, we kind of don't have control over that in our world. And I'm, I know you weren't at, at all like going to the side of that. Like, and I'm just munching that because I know moms out there listening, like we don't we I know we all didn't have control over that the way the system's kind of set up to um, to do it as quickly as possible in, in a lot of the hospitals, I think. And um, a lot of babies have gone through that. Yeah. I just want to close with that part of it that, you know, there are so many examples of birth and delivery experiences that leave mm-hmm. possible imprints that generate generational trauma. So it's just something else for your listeners to be curious about, like, what is their birth story? What is their birth script? You mm-hmm. know, and, and I just named a few things. There are mm-hmm. so many um, things and um, that that tie into all of this. and. You know, it, there's, you know, according again to health.com, trauma is a response. It's a response to a devastating event. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people may not see a C-section as a devastating event, but mm-hmm. un- unless we really know what's going on in that situation or what caused that situation, um, they can, uh, that and other things, I'm not just focusing on C-sections, but I'm just focusing on trauma as as a whole is a response to devastating events resulting in adverse physical and emotional outcomes so um you know it, it's it's things people may not even realize that they experienced that actually have caused some some trauma mm-hmm. and generational trauma so yeah, yeah it's just food for thought yeah that's interesting and so 
Okay. So this summer when you were learning more about breath work and doing more of it so that you could be trained to have clients of your own, how have you how did they have you go through that breath work or what came out of that process? Um oh so so much. Uh I mean it was such a beautiful experience. Um which in- included living in the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> Costa Rica jungle. Weeks. Yeah, which was an experience in itself. But yeah, it just really, the training um, through Clarity Breathwork Training, I give mm-hmm. them a plug. Uh, I love those ladies, Ashana, Dana. Um, you know, it was just a phenomenal experience to be around like-minded people who were curious about uh, the birth story, because that's where it started. Mm-hmm. And then also looking, the, diving deeper into relationships with the mo- their moms, my mom, mm-hmm. I, I had, I had two moms and three dads I had to work wow. through. So it was <laughs> interesting. And then, you know, relationships in general, and then seeing the patterns, that to me was the biggest um, takeaway. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I was fairly familiar with, with um, my patterns, but it just, this experience through the breath just in, enhanced that all. Definitely brought me to a deeper level of consciousness mm-hmm. and um, it definitely an awareness. Mm-hmm. I'm less hyper vigilant. Hyper vigilance mm-hmm. was one of the my trauma responses. Yeah. Um, I, I was hyper vigilant probably since I was born and it just really mm-hmm. manifested throughout my life. And, you know, I had to really learn how to um, calm that down come to a, a more of a grounding place. And, and that this experience I had this summer really helped me with that. Um, and also um, it was really for me, an experience to remind me that I matter. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really a big message and which led me to uh, more self-love and self-compassion. Wow. So yeah, okay. it really was a huge shift. Yeah, so, big leap forward. Yeah, so one of the one of the ways of for me for healing this this was a huge contribution to my already uh, quest that I've been on. So very empowering, very enlightening. That's me. so interesting. So Okay, so if these women are there curious, they're asking you about your birth story, your parents, and you're using your breath as you're recalling these memories. Is that kind of how it works? I mean, I've done a tiny bit, but yeah, how does so you kind of relive it and then you're able to kind of process it? Yeah, it actually it's not even having to relive it. Okay, which is the beauty of this particular modality. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not so much reliving it. It's more allowing um, the truth behind Mm. it. And for me, I'll just share a quick experience. Um, One of my experiences when we were doing Mother Day, (laughs) which I had my birth mother and then my adopted mother to to work through, um, you know, I was I was able to work through, you know, the disappointment and anger I had in both of them without really reliving 
specific situations. So it wasn't that anything specific came up. It was just allowing those feelings and emotions in Mm -hmm. and allowing them to flow. And then for everybody's experience is different. But for me, I often went into some other place. And, um, and in the end of facing these two women, um, they were actually together at one point, embracing each other and holding hands and your two moms, my two moms. Yeah. was part of my experience through this breathing and healing. Hmm. And then in the end, we all ended up in this, this place of, of a peaceful place of kind of like a cave with some waters and it was heart shaped. (laughs) It was just the most beautiful like experience. So it wasn't like I had, like I said, it wasn't that I relived any specific Mm -hmm. things. It was just that I allowed those emotions through the breath to come through um, in order to get to that that place of forgiveness, I'll call it. Yeah. Um, and peaceful place for all three of us. So it was pretty amazing. Wow. That is, yes, that is profound. Thank you for sharing that. And I, I hear what you're saying. Like, I think, you know, healing this type of trauma is not direct. And I think this shows that it's not. It's like you're saying, it's more about allowing feelings to come to the surface. And yes. then it's like you're you also were a part of that by just being willing to experience whatever came up, it sounds like, and allow your, I don't know if you'd call it imagination or just whatever's happening there, this opening to the positivity of the universe, you just like allowed it to occur. And that's what you ended up seeing was like this healing thing where I'm, I'm assuming your, your birth mom and your um, adopted mom, they didn't really know each other. They wouldn't have ever hugged. Did they, or well, this never happened in real life. It was just kind of in your mind's eye. Right. But that, that is part of the story for me, because what I found out through my healing journey along the way was the secrets, lies and betrayals Mm. were also what caused and there is research behind that um, secrecy and lies and deceit, they call it um, is a huge trauma response, uh, generational trauma response passed down. And that definitely was uh, played a part in my life. And part of the secret was that the families didn't know each other when in essence, the families I found out years later did know each other. Oh my God. Those, those lies and deceit, you know, um, I mean, for me, I, there was a lot of healing around that. Let's just say a lot. Why did your family feel, I, I know it's probably like a really long story, but why did your family feel like they needed to lie about that? What was yeah. causing that? Yeah, I and 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 I use the secrets, lies, and betrayal because that was my story. It's no longer, mm-hmm. but I I wouldn't know that I would call it so much lying today, other mm-hmm. than um, not being forthright. And mm-hmm. I think part of it was back in those days <laughs> in mm-hmm. my era of birth. It was there was a lot of secrecy around mm-hmm. un uh, unwed mothers being pregnant 
Oh um, yeah, because it was a shameful thing that everybody right. yes. outwardly and spoke that was shameful. And it was the woman's yes. fault, of course. There was no man involved that made it no. happen. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, my adoption papers were sealed. I had to pay money mm. to get those opened um, so I could have them. What a racket, dude. That is... Yeah. So, I mean, so, you know, there were a lot of people involved in the secret. <laughs> And the lies wow. and the deceit. But the important thing is that it came to the light mm -hmm. and there's been a lot of healing around it. So that for that, I am grateful. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The secrets and lies and deceit. I mean, that is one of those, I don't know if legacy, legacies of intergenerational trauma. It's just if yeah, we, like totally. that's it's one of the things of this generation that. I think we're doing a pretty good job of it, of not feeling like we have to lie to like save face for society anymore. I mean, I think I'm grateful to people. That's one of the positives of social media is that people get to share their experiences now so much more than they used to. Yes. And thank God for that, because that that is, like I said, it, it there is research behind that, that when we begin to share our secrets, you know, because those secrets, lies and, and deceit, betrayal are so central to integrational or generational uh, trauma. You know, for me, I had to learn to face those secrets head on mm -hmm. and, um, and be able to, you know, work through it. Like I said, bring up those emotions, work through them and, mm -hmm. and uh, in order to move forward and and then you know from there I was able to kind of identify, um, and I was willing to talk about it. Like you just said, people are more willing to talk about it, and we have a, a, a an audience now who's willing to listen, which mm -hmm. is beautiful, and to learn. Um, and so that's you know how I started my journey, and but my journey just continues. That quest just continues. Um, I mean, just you know something something years old and and just having that experience with the breath you know at this age yeah. I, I i just feel so uh blessed in so many ways to have had that opportunity and experience so yeah i, I, I once the secret was out mm -hmm. then i could see the impact of the trauma and mm -hmm. once i could see the impact of the trauma then the healing could begin and so the healing has just continued as I be as I'm willing to have my eyes open. It's another thing that Andrea walked around asleep most of her, <laughs> her mm -hmm. life. Or in denial, know. we would say in, in codependency recovery. <laughs> exactly. In denial. Yeah. And but so we don't know we're in it when we're in it a lot of times. No, it's it's foggy and it's mm -hmm. subtle and it's familiar, right? Familiar. It's familiar. So we don't know that it needs to be changed until we become awake or start to become awaken and for me that's that was how i started to become awaken was i had to um let the secrets come to light so beautiful wow okay well we could talk a lot longer i'm sure but let's end it there but i do want you to share a little bit about um, how can people find you if they want to have you for a coach or do breath work or anything like that? Where can people find you? Thank you. Um, I have two uh, possibilities. 
um, you can go to my website, which is www.susanmtuttle.com. Or, uh, and, and on my website, it will take you directly to um, a place where you can get a free consultation. Mm. Um, and there's some tips on there about breath work. And there's also um, my book. You nice. can get, get my book on there. Or you can just email direct me directly at mm -hmm. info at Susan, mm -hmm. again, M Tuttle. Uh, dot com. Um, and so, yeah, so those are two places and um, my book can be found on Amazon in both paperback and ebook format. Mm -hmm. So yeah, please check it out. I believe you can read the first few chapters for free. So check it out. And I am very excited about um, having my book now uh, with Barnes and Noble. Mm, um, yeah. It's it can be ordered through um, their distribution network, which is www.barnesandnoble. I'm sorry, bn www.bn.com, mm -hmm. and or if you're in the store like me, I like to browse and look mm -hmm. around. Um, you can actually order it right there at their service desk, mm -hmm. um, and they'll special order it for you. Awesome. So, um, yes. I, I'm hoping one day it's going to actually be on their shelf, but it's That'll kind of amazing. like a process like everything else. Okay. And I got to go through, jump some hoops. And so I'm just mm. happy that this hoop is available. So, yeah. Me too. Yeah. Okay. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you for sharing your expertise with us and your journey. And just the fact that you're so open about the that like, you know, you've done so much work and yet your life is a lot better, but nothing's ever going to be a hundred percent perfect. No. And it's just, you're always learning and growing. And um, I love, I love your positive attitude. So thank you for sharing yeah. all that. You're welcome. And I just will close with like, I really love holding space for people with breath work. Mm -hmm. um, I, it, it brings me joy. And I do believe that the breath is the soul's best friend. So um, I, it's just a beautiful thing. Um, and if I didn't experience it and witness it myself, I would never believe it. So mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, I also want to thank you for having me as a guest. I, I so appreciate you and all that you bring. And I love your light and I wish you the best in your journey as well. Thank you so much. All right. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. You deserve a big high five and a smile in the mirror for showing up for yourself today. Thank you for your dedication to introspection and self-awareness because our personal evolution is what will make this world a better place. If you enjoyed the episode, please give me a five-star review and share it with a friend. And let me know if you want to be a guest to share how you are navigating intergenerational trauma in your life. You're welcome to join my free monthly goal-setting workshop on the first Wednesday of every month. Just DM me at iHeartsAaron.